Hey, 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 what's up, what's up, what's up? It's your girl, Leah M. Forney. Hope all is well. Y'all, I can't believe we headed into the month of July already. I don't know about y'all, but here in the DMV area, it has been scorching hot. <laughs> like, it has really been hot. We've been hitting close to the 90s already, and I'm just like, Jesus, we're only going into July. I'm not ready for this summer heat. So I have found myself spending a lot of time at home under the AC um, instead of out in these streets because I can't do the heat. On top of that, we have them damn, what do they call cicadas? Yeah, those is the devil. <laughs> like, those are the devil. Do you hear me? Like, the way they be hitting my car and all this foolishness, so disrespectful. I just, I don't even have time. Seriously. Um, but, y'all, what y'all got coming up for 4th of July? Because 4th of July is right around the corner. What do y'all have doing? What are y'all planning on doing? For me, I plan on taking a trip to North Carolina. I'm going to go hang out with my father's side of the family. I tend to do this um, every year for the 4th of July holiday. I tend to come go down there and hang out with my grandmother um, for the weekend. And that's kind of my way of splitting my time between my father's side of the family and my mom's side of the family is that they each get different holidays. So I will be in the Bull City down there in Durham, North Carolina for 4th of July. Um, and then I plan on taking probably like the, the two or three days off that week just to kind of relax and decompress from work. So definitely gonna have some fun in the sun. Definitely gonna do some relaxation, but for real, what do y'all got planned? Definitely let me know what y'all got planned for the 4th of July holiday. I can't even believe we already about to celebrate 4th of July crazy. But anyway, for this episode of Hey Queen Thrive, I am sitting down with this amazing boss, dope woman, Miss Precious S. Brown. Let me tell you something. She is the so powerful and so dynamic. She has this beautiful business called From Book to Business. And yeah, we sat down and we had just this amazing conversation, y'all. Like for real, for real. Like she came with it. So, but don't take my word for it. Definitely tune in and listen to this dynamic conversation that I had with my sis, Precious Brown. And then of course, you know, I'll be back with Thriving Nuggets. All right, and we are back with another episode of Hey Queen Thrive. I am sitting down with Miss Precious Brown, book to business extraordinaire. How are you doing today? Hello, I am well. I am well. Thank you so much for having me on today. Yes, yes. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Ooh, child, where do we start? <laughs> so, like you said, I am Precious S. Brown, your book to business cultivator. I am the founder and CEO of the trademark business, book to business. I am a mother of four adult children who are amazing, productive adults. I have nine, yes, nine grandbabies, and I'm under 50. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say because you don't look like you got nine, honey. Yes, honey. That is nine under fifty, and that's gonna be a whole nother book. But anyway, <laughs> um, I love what I do. I teach authors how to use their book to build a six-figure empire, and I take it very seriously. But I have a lot of fun doing it. I love what I do, and I wouldn't trade it for the world. I love it. I love it. So I have this one question I ask all my podcast guests. And that is, in your opinion, what does it mean to be a queen that thrives? Whew, child. I told you that was a good one. Okay, mm. so for me, 
personally, a queen that thrives is someone that is true to herself. Yeah. That is grounded in, in, in who she is and who she was created to be. Yeah. Um, she is full of life, loves love, yeah. and just thrives off helping other people do better and be better. Um, I believe as a queen period, it is our responsibility to set an example. Yes. Because when we set the example for other women that are coming behind us or young girls that are coming up, then they're able to set an even better example for those that are coming behind them. So when you add that to thriving, thriving is continuous motion. Yeah. So setting an example with continuous motion. Yeah. You know, sometimes you you want to provide an example and then just leave it there. Mm-hmm. I believe that you have to continue to live out that example, continue to show up and do better and be better. And when you make mistakes, you address that. Yeah. Don't leave it there for somebody else to sweep under the rug. Address the, the have those courageous conversations. Mm-hmm. And I just think life would be a lot better if we if more people learned how to do that. Girl, that's good. Look, I'm sitting here like, that's, ooh, we, all right. That's where we going, precious. I love it. This is I, what we doing now. Right. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So how did you get, in, get into creating Book to Business? Like, what was the inspiration behind that? Well, Book to Business was really born from my very first um, brand that I quote unquote launch because I didn't know what I was doing it was called code and it was um it stood for choosing our decisions every day mm. um when I started this journey it came after a sudden divorce my ex-husband put a loaded gun to my chest and pulled the trigger mm. and the gun jammed and after that incident I saw life differently yeah and I was determined to live life differently yeah I no longer wanted to survive because I had been in survival mode the first mm-hmm. 36 years of my life. Yeah. And I wanted to get into thriving mode. Yeah. And in order to do that, I knew that it started with me. I didn't know how, I didn't know what, I had no answers, mm-hmm. but I said, some got to change. Yeah. And if I can change what I do and how I show up and what I say and control my emotions and my response, right, to certain situations, then I'm doing all I can do in my space, Mm -hmm. Um, setting boundaries. And then it just grew from there. Um, From code, we went into, I had a bad experience with my um, first published book. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know what, I could do this myself. (laughs) Began to publish my own books. And for two and a half years, I didn't even know that that was a real business. Yeah. I was just kind of doing it, mm-hmm. showing up. All my amazing church folk will say, oh, girl, come, come speak here. Come do this. Come yeah. do that. And I was like, okay. You know, yeah. and just going d- through the motions. Yeah. And then I was introduced to the world of industry of books and business and coaching and speaking and I was like oh I'm supposed to get paid for this so I <laughs> tapped into that right yeah yeah <laughs> tapped in and have not tapped out yet 
And that yeah. was in, I tapped in in 2013 and this 2021, so. Wow, wow. Yeah, see, I love that you mentioned that too because I know when I started out four years ago, like you, I had no clue that there was a business side to authorship. Like I mm -hmm. didn't even know that existed. I, my goal was tell my story and be done. Like I had this one and done in my mind. I was mm -hmm. like, we just gonna write this one book, check it off the list, keep it going. But as you know, as a believer of Christ, there's no one and done with him. Like it's usually the beginning of something bigger. And so I too didn't have a clue. I always tell people when I wrote my first book, I remember my publisher at the time, she was like, oh, we should put a picture of you on the cover because it's called an, an Unapologetically Me. So I'm sending her a whole bunch of selfies, girl. Like, okay, let's do it. And she's like, yeah, no. Yeah, She's like, you need a high resolution photo. And I'm sitting there like, high resolution? Like, oh, you mean like I gotta go hire a photographer? And she's like, yeah, I'm like, it had no clue, none. So I absolutely can relate there where you're just like, oh, there's a whole business to this. Yeah. It was like a whole a light bulb just came on. I was like, oh, I get paid. You said I do what? Okay. <laughs> Let me figure this part out. And that's when I tapped into the free 99. So those of you that are listening, the free 99 work, but it only gets you so far, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> The free 99 does work. I, I think I free 99 for about eight months. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, okay, yeah, I need more than this right here. Yeah. Because I was getting to what I needed to do, but my question was, okay, but how do I do that? Mm -hmm. And that's what I... I had to invest in and in that in that moment and making that shift it really became about betting on me yeah which was a little unnerving yeah I had never done that yeah I had always poured all of me into everybody else mm. so now I gotta pour me back into me it's like hold up wait a minute mm. not sure I want to do that yeah <laughs> I didn't yeah. trust me I didn't trust me to follow through for me, right? Mm, that's good. I had followed through for everybody else and done all the things. I was the mom. I was the career woman. I was the yeah. wife. I was, you know, the great daughter. Well, I yeah. thought I was the great daughter. Anyway, that's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, you know, we had, I had done all, all the check marks. All the boxes were checked. Yeah. Out. Big yeah. house, two cars. You know, we had the, the dog and the four kids and all these yeah. things, everything from society's perspective was all good. Yeah. Yeah. But something on the inside of me wasn't. Mm. And I was like, okay, what do I do? Then when it got to the time that I had to put my money where my mouth was, it was like, hold up. You sure you're going to do this? Yeah. You sure you're going you gonna to have the time? You gonna, And then it just became... I can do this. And, and I felt the pull so strong mm -hmm. that I knew it was the right thing to do. Yeah. And I knew that it was going to work. I didn't know how. I didn't have none of the answers. When I first told my kids, they was like, build a business. <laughs> you know, you got a degree and everything, but you go to work every day, lady. <laughs> and that's what we need you to keep doing. Yeah. And I would sit in that cubicle and just be like, this is not it yeah this is not it and i know it's not so when i walked decided uh how many years ago 
many years, five years later, that I was walking out of that building with a check in my pocket and one coming in two weeks and whatever was going to happen was going to happen. That was the big bet on me. And I said, now, did I invest before that? Absolutely. But I said, I'm a hundred percent in at that, at that point. Yeah. That was March 27, 2018. And I'm still here and thriving, honey. Mm -hmm. You know, my business burst at the seams in the pandemic. Wow. So it is, it is very clear that there are others out there that are, that thought like we thought, yeah. you know, I'm just going to write this book, get the story out here and I'm going about my business. But now they're realizing it's so much more. We all have a divine call, mm-hmm. but until you tap into it, yeah, you're going to be unfulfilled period. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that you said that because I, that I tell you, that's where I'm at in my stage in my life now. Like I tell people all the time, like I'm going to retire myself by 42 and -hmm. people be like, what? And I'm like, see, y'all thinking government, y'all thinking that little social security check that ain't going to really get you nowhere. I'm thinking Jesus is about to give me everything I need to have the money that I need in my bank. You better know it. (laughs) right so that i'm trying to be like everybody else i see over there on the beach and everything Mm -hmm. you know what i mean in the middle of the day and i'm sitting here working somebody's job like and Mm -hmm. i love that you talked about it being bigger than you and then betting on yourself like Mm -hmm. i know for me and we just came back from pen the profits the ultimate writers conference shout out to tamara mitchell davis and that was the thing for me when i left was like it is time to bet on your damn self because you like you said order in that order order. (laughs) right right like you make sure everybody else is good Mm -hmm. everybody else is good when are you gonna make sure that your dreams come to pass and the things Mm -hmm. that you desire happen so i i love and i appreciate you like when we connected i was like i so appreciate precious for that (laughs) for being willing to say girl you better listen you better level all the way up and stop playing. Mm-hmm. Because here's the thing. When I first came in this space, I didn't have somebody to do that to me. Yeah. I had to pay to get somebody to do that to me. Yeah. And I always said, no matter how big I get, no matter how many people know my name, no matter how many products and services I sell, I'm always going to reach back for the underdog. The mm. one that feels like, I'm just out here winging it. I don't know what I'm doing. Come on, baby. I got you. Yeah. Because there was a time when I wanted to invest and didn't have the money to. Yeah. There was a time that all I wanted was somebody to give me 10 minutes of uh, of their day. Just give me this one thing so I can move forward. And I promise you when I make the money, I'll invest it. But you don't see a lot of that. So I try to be what I don't see. I love that. I absolutely love that. And you're right. You really don't see a lot of that. Like, again, I've had to pay for, for people's time. I've had, And so I can wholeheartedly relate to that. I think that's the reason why when I started on the business side of things, I was playing small. I was cheaping myself. I was giving, 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 because for me, it was like, dang, I wish I had this four years ago. Mm-hmm. I, I wish somebody helped me avoid these pitfalls four years ago. But what changed it for me coming into 2021 was just having that people were like, but you got to eat too. Like, absolutely. You you can't keep just giving, giving, giving. And then 
you ain't got no money. I think it was Lucinda Cross that was like, you be passionately poor. And I was mm -hmm. like, ah, Jesus. Mm -hmm. right? Watch, Watch that big toe. Watch right, toe. right? Like, because you don't realize that because you're passionate, it can lead you to the courthouse if you just keep giving and giving and giving. And you know, a part of it is uh, both of us serve the same guy, right? Yeah. And somewhere along the line, People think save mean broke. Ah, come on, talk about it, precious. We gonna go there. I mean, I, it really. Somewhere along the line, we became complacent mm -hmm. with being what God told us we're not. He said mm -hmm. we the head, not the tail, but we we comfortable being the tail. He mm -hmm. said we above and not beneath, but we comfortable being beneath. Ooh, so wait. I started thinking like. Okay, I know you tell the truth. I, I know that the Lord don't lie to me. And you said that my father got a cattle on a thousand hills. That's what he said. He said I can have everything that I desire. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I know I'm in alignment with him, so my desires are his desires for me. Come right? on, come on. So if that's true, let's test the theory. <laughs> And that's where I was when I walked out of that job. I said, okay, Lord, we got two checks and you know air bill in that house. Mm -hmm. You said, if I do what you told me to do, come on, then you come will on. provide for me. Come on. Right? Yeah. Jehovah Jireh, my provider. That's it. You said you will provide for me. Show me. Come on. Show me. Come on. It's that put me in the remembrance of mm. my word. Mm. See, we, we overget that. Oh, Come on. So when us as Christians, when we get in that complacent space and we talk mm. about we ain't hearing from the Lord, no, he just told you what to do, but it ain't what you wanted to hear. Come on. Therefore, you said I didn't hear. Mm. Mm. Make it plain. And I'm speaking from experience. I ain't talking about y'all. I'm talking about me. I'm just going to share something with you real quick. So, <laughs> because I have I have a coach right now today that I walked away from that mm. the Lord told me don't do that. Mm. He told me when he put me in her space what was going to happen. But because I allowed fleshly feelings mm. Come on. to dictate my actions. Yeah. I had to sit in the corner for about 18 months and get my whole self together. Mm, mm, mm. And when I say he shut up every window, yeah, every door was closed. I couldn't even see a crack in the foundation mm -hmm. to get some money flowing through here. Nothing mm. got cut off. Nothing was, but the business was stagnant. Yeah. Until I did what he told me to do. Took my tail, went back, and got what I needed so that I could then develop into who he was who he had already created me to be. Yeah. So those of you that are out there listening, you as a Christian, you don't have to give your services and products away for free. Mm -hmm. You think the people, the, the look here, the people that follow Jesus, the disciples, they left jobs. Mm -hmm. And they on. always have food. Yeah. I'm just saying, now, I ain't saying go in there and run up, tell your boss that you're leaving. That's not what I'm <laughs> no, we ain't saying that. We ain't saying that's that. That's not what I'm saying. But I am saying, know that there's more for you. Yeah. And get this, some people 
their divine assignment is their job. And that's, that's okay. Mm-hmm. That is completely okay because I couldn't do what nurses do. Yeah. I can't do what a doctor do. Yeah. I can only do what Precious was created to do, which is help authors get their story out and then build six-figure empires so that they can leave a legacy for their family and yeah. five generations down the line, right? Yeah. Because in the midst of all of this, we have to break the curse. I yeah. know for my family, I am the curse breaker. Come on. The I know curse that. breaker. My Lord. I, I know that. That is a mantle that I carry. Yeah. And I take it seriously. Because yeah. not another family that's attached to my bloodline will ever be broke. Come on. Let's be very clear. We'll Come ever on. be broke. But that's because I know. Because they say when you know better, you do better. Yeah. I know what I'm called to do mm-hmm. and how I can motivate those that's coming behind me to do what they're called to do. Because yeah. we all have a piece. That's why it's called a body. Come on. Okay. Come on. My whole body. Everybody got something different to do. Come on. I'm not the preacher. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm the, uh, what, what am I? I'm the altar prayer. I'm on the altar prayer ministry. I can cover you. I can keep some stuff off you. Come on. And I know my position. So I play my position in that space. Yeah. I play my position in this space. And in this space, I bring him with me. Come on. So that he goes before me and continues to show up because everything I do is for the glory of him. Mm, 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 no mm. credit for none of it. Okay. I don't know if I answered your question, but listen, first of all, I'm like, I wish they could see my face right now. Cause I'm like, look, she gonna make me do one of the send the crosses, take the shoes and talk it like, girl. But I love that. I love it. Cause listen, I tell people all the time, when you see me, what you really see is God. Cause you don't That's see it. me. Like Ooh, people this will, right here was a hot mess, baby. Okay, and and then some days I still am. He's still working on me, right? But I tell people that all the time. Like I get on people's interviews, I do pop, and I'm like, I never know what I'm gonna say. You know why? Because I say, God, this ain't my interview. This yours. So it's yours. Have your way. Whatever it is that you want your people to hear. Because here's the truth: when He gives you what to say. It's going to touch each person that it's supposed to touch. That's it. Period. You don't have to put on airs. You can be as authentic. I, I am an open book. It ain't nothing about my life that somebody can ask me that I will not share. Come on. Because I'm not ashamed of anything, not the drug abuse, yeah. the alcoholism, yeah. the 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 uh, adultery in the marriage, the, you yeah. know, having kids out of wedlock, the, none of that. Right. I'm not ashamed of none of it. Right. Because I... He said he won't, he will use everything. That's what he said. For his good. For his good. He yeah. use all that. All when I'm that. talking to teens, I get to tell them about me being a teen parent. I get to tell them about when I lost a baby, when I yeah. aborted a baby, when I yeah. did all these things that they think only they do. Yeah. Only they understand. Yeah. Oh, my mama, she'll never understand. Yes, she do. That's why she mm-hmm. tells you something. She tell you so you won't go down that path. Right. So it, it 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 is just amazing to me uh how if we allow God to really do what he does, yeah, how different our lives can be and how quickly it can change. Yeah. Cause it right? can happen suddenly. It, he, listen, That's I tell people he is the he is the king of suddenly. Like if he wanna switch it. 
it happened just that quick. But what I have learned and am still learning, it's all about getting in the right position at the right time mm -hmm. so that when he says go, when he says launch, when he says move, we move, right? Mm -hmm. But the problem with human flesh is that we want all the details. Mm -hmm. Like we want God to be like, well, which way you want us to go? You want to go mm -hmm. north? You want to go south? I tell people when he told Abram to go, he just said, go. He didn't say, listen, didn't I'm- say which way. Right. He just said, way, I will show you. Because here's the thing. Either way, he would have went, he would have still got to the destination. That's it. That's the part people miss. They miss that even if I don't know where I'm going, think about a, a car's headlight. Mm -hmm. and in the dark you can only see maybe 100 feet in front of you with the car lights if you got on brights maybe 150 right you don't know what's past that 150 mark until you get there that's it right and when we begin to view life in that same aspect mm -hmm. i don't have to know what's over there i don't know what i'm doing day to day to be <laughs> honest come on i know the task that i have set Right. But if he say get up and go do XYZ thing, I'm gonna get up and go do XYZ thing. Right, right. Because I am more obedient yeah. to the unction of the Holy Spirit mm. than I am to the flesh of pressures. Yeah. Because I tried it my way for huh. 30 years. Come on. And it didn't work. Didn't work. It didn't work. Not even a little bit. He made he let me think it worked sometime halfway. Yeah. yeah 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 you know just the, okay i'm gonna pacify you i'm gonna right i'm gonna let you think you got this under control you got i'm that. gonna let you, you think it. you working and you ain't doing nothing but i i didn't know what was really in store until yeah. i surrendered yeah listen it's it that's surrendering first of all there's so much freedom mm. and peace in that space when you really get to the place where you just like okay god like I'm at that space in my life where I'm just like, I ain't even gonna fight you on it no more because fighting you ain't gonna get, get you get me nowhere anyway. So it's kind of like, it, oh, that's what you want me to do? Okay, God. <laughs> like, whatever. I can stop the Lord on everything. And some people be like, you don't have to ask God about everything. But yes, I do. Yeah. Look, we was just, I'm in the process of rebranding and I had to go find a suit. We leaving them all and I say, okay, Lord, highway or street. I felt the unction take the street. It was an accident on the highway. Mm. By the mm. time we got from the mall till we got to my girlfriend's house where I was dropping her off, it was an accident on the highway. On the highway that we were going to go on. See? And had I not, because I was jumping on the highway and I stopped the car, literally. I was like, okay, Lord, highway or street? I said, we go on the street. Yeah, yeah. Get home. My mom called me. You back to you back at the house. Um, it's it's an accident on on twenty three. Oh wow! I'm like, oh yeah, no, I'm home. I, you know, I took the street. <laughs> and she was like, all right, I was just checking. Mm. Just that quick. Just that quick. But we think, oh, that's something so minor. Oh, that's a. But you never know what you're being protected from. Come on. You never know what you're being protected from. Sunday, riding down the street. Two lanes on my side, two lanes on the other side. It's a big, you know, the wide load truck. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, but it's a machine truck and it's driving on the opposite side of me, coming towards me. It's a truck on the other side of me and one in, in back of me. 
all of a sudden I see this car whip around the machine on their mm. side and it's heading straight for me. I just take my hands off the wheel. I said, Lord Jesus, he finna hit me. When I tell you it looked like the street mm. widened mm. and that man said, zoop, zoop, zoop. Mm, 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 mm. right over, I mean, missed the truck by mm. just the snap of my finger. My Lord. And all I can say is, thank you, Lord. That's it. Because I know who protects me. Come on. I know I am directed. I don't take that scripture lightly, Lord, order my steps. Yeah, so, yeah. Like when you asking th things of that nature, it sound cute. Come on. Come on. Be careful what you ask for. Listen, I was about to say, my grandma used to always say, you better be careful what you pray and ask God to do. You hear me? Because sometimes some of the steps he tell me is, heck, I'd be like, yeah, no. <laughs> mm, I'm not really sure that you... Or you, did I hear you right? right. So, <laughs> like, did I hear you right? Did you just like I need you to run that? Yeah, listen, I tell people that all the time. I remember when I relocated to Maryland, and I remember I said, God, I need you to show me everybody that's around me. Like, just show me them and remove those that don't need to be there. When I tell you people was gone. Friends was dropping like flies, like here and there. He was just boom, boom, boom. And I'm sitting here like wait God them too and he said well what you ask me for then you asked me to show you the hearts of those that was around you so I, I mean the people he was exposing I'm like not damn Jesus really <laughs> and he's like mm -hmm. that's why they gotta go and, and, and he cleaned those dark places. Yeah. He cleaned those. And, and, and I know y'all probably thinking, well, how does this talk about a queen that's thriving? Because let me tell you something. When you holding on to all that junk, he can't fill you up with nothing new. Come on. He can't make space for nothing else that you desiring to have. Mm. He won't make arrangements, set, not make arrangements, but he won't set people in place yeah. to bless you. Yeah. Until you clean you. How about that? Listen, I'm like, I wish I could see my face because I'm telling you, Precious gonna make me throw something. I'm just saying. I'm Listen, just, I'm this telling is you about my journey. So I'm talking good. about Precious. This is the journey. And honey, my very first book is The Process of Change, A Look at Me. Mm. It was because it, I knew that it had to start with me. Yeah. I had tried for years to change everybody else around me. It yeah. was always everybody else. But when I started looking at me, mm -hmm. realizing who I was and who I'd become and what the things I would say and how I would respond, and I'm like, oh, she ugly. Mm. Even with all, I used to wear weave, baby. It was weavalicious. Okay? <laughs> yes. And I could dress to the hilts. But on the inside, mm -hmm. I was dirty as a mud puddle. Come on. Come on. And until I cleaned that up. Yeah. He couldn't yeah. bless me with nothing else. Yeah. He couldn't allow me to walk into my purpose. Right. Into my destiny. Because I was holding on to so much baggage. And yeah. carrying so much weight. And, and it, my weight was physical. Mm -hmm. My weight was mental. It was emotional. And it was financial. Come on, come on.
And until I was ready to release those things. Yeah. And I know people like that. Everybody always saying, release the past, release the past, baby, is the most freeing thing you could it, ever yeah, yeah. experience. Yeah. I don't even, I, I don't even hold my ex-husband in contempt. I pray for him and his current wife. Yeah. Yeah. I love because it. Because I'm blessed for going through the situation. Come on. Come on. And people don't really understand that that release is connected to everything you're desiring. You couldn't even start the business if you were still jacked up and mm-hmm. towed up from the flow up. Like, how are you going to help other authors <laughs> when your whole life is there? Anybody, let alone an author. Right. How, how would I become an author if I stayed toxic? Come on. Because all I would do is bleed on the pages and point fingers and 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 tell other folks business and stuff. That's it. What part did Precious play? Right. I said I do. Didn't nobody oh. else tell me to say that? Actually, someone was in the back of the church, like, "Girl, don't do it. <laughs> Run." I made that decision. Yeah. So the more I began to accept responsibility for the decisions I have made yeah. for my life. Because at this point, I've been grown longer than I have been a child. Come on. Right? And we I know a lot of our issues stem from childhood. Mm-hmm. But guess what? When you accept those things that you cannot change. Come on. Life begins to open up and you begin to see things from a different lens. Yeah. And guess what? It really ain't. If you made it through, it ain't a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying that it's right. I'm not saying that you shouldn't have been protected as a child. I done been through molestation, yeah. date rape, you know, all the things that you can think of because yeah. we as African-American have never been safe in this country. I'm right. just put it there. Yeah. We've yeah. never been safe, not yeah. even in our own households. But until I began to accept responsibility, know those things that happened to me as a child was not right. Mm-hmm. But I can't change it, but I can't yeah. change how I respond to it. That right there. I don't have to be the victim. I'm Come not on. a victim. Come on. By any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. Yeah. But until I got to that point, it was woe is me. Yeah. It was everybody always against me. Mm-hmm. It was always po oh me. Yeah, the Girl, victim, the victim story. Yeah. yeah, the narrative, the story we keep rehearsing and telling ourselves and taking, and then we believe it. Yeah, it's it's not true. Yeah, those things I went through was so that I could help the ladies that I help when I go down to New Path and and do some teachings as they come out of the system, how to help them adjust their perspective so that they can come back into society as productive adults, begin to raise their children and change how their household is. That's why I had to go through that stuff. Yeah, It wasn't because I was just born just for people to abuse me. No, God said at one one day, such as this, yeah, we're gonna have this conversation with Leah Forney, yeah. and y'all gonna be able to have y'all gonna be able to talk about your past, yeah. And somebody that's listening to this particular podcast needs to know that they're not alone in it, yeah, yeah. All of it will be used, all of it. The question all is, will you allow it to be used? Because you know, sometimes as authors, 
Come on. We, we tell a little bit of the story and then we kind of oh, yeah, no, I don't want nobody to know about that part. Mm-hmm. Put mm-hmm. so it up a little bit and add something else and graze over. Come you on. You do. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I'm telling you, when you can tell your, your story authentically and be true to tell both sides, because I tell people all the time, my ex-husband, that was the one and only time he ever put his hands on me in 20 years. Mm. He never put his hands on me. I was the aggressor. Mm. Mm. I accept responsibility for that. All I knew was to fight. Yeah. But my response to everything was to fight. Yeah. That particular day, he won the fight. Mm. That's how I look at that. Yeah. He won the fight. I kept my life. And God said, now it's time. Yeah. For you to go forth and do what I called you to do. Come on. Come on. And see, I love when you said tell both sides because I'm currently writing my eighth book and it's all about my my father and that relationship and the things I learned about men, relationships with men. And I remember struggling with it. And God was like, you can't tell. That's all the other sides of the story. Don't tell the other side to the story. Like you can't keep talking about your relationship with your mama and that we know that part. We don't know nothing about that relationship with your dad. And mm-hmm. it's so true that he's gonna put you in a position where you got to tell it all, even mm-hmm. the parts you don't want to tell because it's not about you anyway. I tell mm-hmm. my current co- coaching clients that it's bigger than you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are the solution that somebody is truly waiting on. They are waiting to pick up the book. They are waiting to, to find the coach. They are waiting. And if you don't ever show up in what God is calling you to do and calling you to be, then you're going to keep leaving people waiting. Girl, listen, I, my second anthology, I have a double set transition create the life you desire because i truly believe we are co-creators with with christ and we create the life i'm i am a living witness you can create the life you desire yeah like a hundred percent i have no doubt in my mind about that transition two is ashes emanating beauty and that book was more about um women who have overcome different obstacles in life. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I felt led to share in that book was about um, being molested as a child and how Mm -hmm. it was so frequent that I, I thought it was normal. My Lord. Yeah. And I began to like it. Yeah. And as an adult, I was, was like, what is wrong with you? Why would you think that? Not until I got a review back from a 26 year old girl. Mm, come on. Who said, I always thought I was crazy. My Lord. She said, I thought I was the only one that felt that way. And see, that's why it's important to be authentic in telling your story. Yeah. That's why you have to be transparent because yeah. those words on those pages is healing somebody else. Yeah. And had I refrained from sharing that story, she wouldn't have got her breakthrough. Come on. It's true. When I wrote Unapologetically Me and I talked about battling, having a love-hate relationship with my mother because she was a drug addict and still battles with drugs. I remember getting that inbox of somebody saying, me too. Like, thank you for writing this because my mom didn't pass and I still struggle Mm -hmm. with Mm -hmm. loving. and, And it's those moments that make what you go through so worth it because it's somebody else saying, oh my God. 
somebody gets it. Somebody gets me. Like I'm not like you said. I'm I'm not crazy. I felt that too. And that's why we have to have to have to tell our story. So I I gotta ask you, what advice do you give somebody? who is struggling, they want to tell the story, they want to write the book, they want to start the business, but they just don't, they don't know what to do or how to get started. Well, I would first say, um, make a decision on if you want to, why you want to do it. Is it because I want to show them? Mm. Right, because if you in that mode, you ain't going to get nowhere. I'm gonna show them. Yeah, I can show you better than I can tell you. You know, that's we love that line. Yeah. If you in that mode, it's not gonna work. Mm -hmm. But if your why is connected to the betterment Mm -hmm. of anybody outside of you, I would say move forward. Yeah. Whether it's to write a book, whether it's to create a program, a process, a system, whatever it is you want to call, have an event, do whatever the thing is that you desire to do. Know the motive behind it. Yeah. Because the outcome will be totally different based on the intention. Yeah. And when you say, okay, so this is what I want. I want to write the book. I want to, or I want to, you know, be a coach, or I want to become a speaker, or I want, when you make the decision, what you want to do, the very first thing you need to do is start researching. Yeah. And we live in a society that is right now, Mm -hmm. microwave, everything instant. You can Google anything. Google is good. Yeah. It helps you with the, the surface, right? But I would strongly suggest research, 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 and don't stop. Yeah. Even once you know what you're doing and you're moving forward, you still research. Research who, who you got helping you. Research the, the, the thing that you're doing. Is it really even needed in yeah. this society? You yeah. see what I'm saying? So research, that would be my number one thing. So many people want to leave that part out, but you're going to have to put some skin in the game. Yeah, I and it's either going I always say team is always a part of everything you do and team is time, energy and money. Yeah. That's your team. One of the three, time, energy, money will be used. Yeah. You have to determine which one it'll be. If Ooh, you have good. the money and don't have the time, hire somebody. Mm-hmm. If you got the time and don't have the money, get to work. Research. Yeah reach out, ask questions. Don't just take what one person says at face value because we could all be going to the moon in all different directions and still reach the moon, right? So there's a way for you to get there. You just have to be um, aware enough Mm -hmm. on which path you're traveling. Yeah, that's good. That is so good. <laughs> I'm like, we could talk forever, but we got to definitely wrap it up. So <laughs> what do you have coming up next? Because I know you're working on something. Yes, yes. Actually, I am launching the Book to Business Academy Ooh. in, in um, July. We'll be opening the doors. Again, I'm in the process of a rebrand right now. If, if the listeners wanted to connect with me, I am always in the author's business school. I'm right there 
every single day, helping my, my community become the leaders that they desire to be, whether it's building your author brand, building um, your business into a six-figure empire, or creating a speaker platform, I'm there to assist. I love it. I love it. I'm excited. I can't wait to see all that you got coming up. Cause I yes, if y'all don't know Precious Brown, y'all need to know Precious Brown (laughs) because. She I'm is all crazy. over the place as P.S. Brown Global. P.S. Brown Global because I'm going global. Yes. I, my, um, the mission of my company is to alleviate poverty. I and the that. only way I can do that, I had to start at home. Yeah. But honey, once home is taken care of, abroad it will be. <laughs> yes. Yes. I love it. Well, Precious, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us here at Hey Queen Thrive. Like, I'm excited. We already connected. So I know others yes. will listen to this and get connected with you. Because if they don't, they're crazy. Because you are <laughs> amazing. So thank I you. appreciate you, sis. I really thank do. you. Thank you so much for having me on. Listen, y'all, I normally would come back and be like, listen, it's time to do Thriver Nuggets. But let me tell you something. What is left to be said after Precious S. Brown just came through like a tornado (laughs) destroying shit on Hey Queen Thrive? Like, I promise you, the whole time I was doing this recording, y'all, I swear I was ready to throw a shoe. Do you hear me? I was ready to throw a shoe. I was like, she going to make me get up. She going to make me shout. She going to make me do something. So look, I'm not even going to do Thriver Nuggets because we just had a whole mic drop episode with Miss Precious Brown. Like if y'all not connected to this woman, if y'all not, especially to my office who are tuning in and listening to me, if y'all not out here in them streets and connected to this woman, and really learning how to turn this book into a business. Listen, y'all, y'all playing yourselves. I'm just gonna tell you what it is. Y'all are playing yourself. And so, yeah, y'all gonna have to come back next week for another episode of Hey Queen Thrive to get your thriving nuggets. I'm sorry, but Precious Brown, sis, I so appreciate you. You came through and did what needed to be done. You gave what needed to be given. And so I I truly appreciate you. This concludes another episode of Hey Queen Thrive. I love each and every one of you. Tune in again next week. I promise you I will be back with Thriving Nuggets next week. But yeah, this was just one of those mic drop episodes that just needed to be done. So love you guys. Please stay safe out there and peace and blessings.